Hello, squares. Hello. Welcome to Mark Up Day 2023. You're listening to Sister Dr. Squared, two sisters, two PhDs, relentlessly curious about too many things. Up day. Oh, yes. Welcome everyone. It's Muck Up Day 2023. I am Alina and my co-host is Janine. Hello. And if you are new to this podcast, Janine and I are sisters and science PhDs. And this is a podcast where we usually <laughs> talk about science and have a bit of fun, but mostly it's science. Mm. And then at the end of the year, to wind down for the holidays, we do a muck-up day episode. Janine, do you want to remind people what muck-up day means? Yes, so muck-up day is the last day of the year of the school calendar in Australia and it's a day of minimal work, maximum fun, pranks, hijinks. So we're sort of trying to replicate a bit of that here and we're always just too exhausted and stuffed to do anything more (laughs) by this point of the year. Would you agree, Alina? Yeah, that's right. So in keeping with that tradition, and as you say, also just because we're tired and we don't care. We've said that before. Too tired, no care. So there's no science, or maybe there's a bit of recapping some of the things we have discussed, but there's there's minimal science, but there is an agenda. Uh, Janine. There's always an agenda. Can you chair this? I was expecting to chair it. (laughs) Janine's running running this gig. (laughs) And... We'll also just say that because it is very late in the year, we haven't been quite so organised pulling this together Mm. and usually we would have the assistance of the amazing Adrian Diary to do the audio mastering Mm -hmm. and make things sound good. Mm -hmm. I don't know if that's going to (laughs) happen. So if if this sounds good, (laughs) it means Adrian did it. (laughs) If it sounds bad, it means that I did it, Okay. That's our just disclaimer. Moving on. (laughs) Moving on. Janine, continue with the agenda. All right. Firstly, we would like to acknowledge the Turrbal and Jagera people as the traditional owners of the land from which we are recording this episode. We are coming to you from the beautiful Mianjin country. We pay our respects to Elders past and present and to all Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander people listening today. Alina, I would like you to kick things off by telling us what is the biggest thing you learned through this podcast this year. Okay, well, first things first, uh, we should say it. We didn't have a big year in terms of the podcast. Yeah, that's true. It was a very light year for Sister Doctor Squared. Life got in the way on several occasions. Oh, so many things. (laughs) Out. (laughs) So this is only our fifth episode for the year. Mm. One might even say that we owe our squares at least one more content episode (laughs) rather than this shenanigans episode. It's not happening. No, that's not how it's going to be, okay? Um, Just because we're tired and we don't care. But we still had some great science, people. We had some great science, quality over quantity. Mm. So the thing that stuck out to me in what we learned was I I was just so blown away by what we learned in doing the Junkie Stardust Mm -hmm. episode. So this was the Space Junk episode, episode 23, Especially because that episode was so different to many of the other topics we've covered on Sister Dr. Squared. Mm. This got me thinking about something so very different to what I normally use my brain for as an epidemiologist. Totally. And just the amount of stuff humans have left Mm. in space in a relatively short amount of time since humans started space exploration Mm. and that the amount of space junk is ever increasing as technology advances and also as space junk collides Mm. or potentially collides with other space junk in which case objects break apart and create more space junk. Yeah, that's right. It's out of sight, out of mind for a lot of people, right? Well, that's right. And as we talked about in the episode, there is a concern that humans could exploit the space environment so much that we destroy it for future generations. Mm. So... Space junk is a problem and it has real consequences for us as humans living on Earth. Oh, it reminds me of one of my favourite quotes from the show, Shit's Creek. Mm-hmm. Do you watch Shit's Creek, Janine? I'm not on that bandwagon yet, but so many people have told me I need to get on there 
and you need to get on there. I know, I know. You need to get on. so I've many. Just had great... a few things going on. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> it's so many great one-liners. One of them is so. This is the Moira character, who is hysterical. yeah. I know who that is. She's, yeah, she's the mother in the family. She okay, is so the she's... lady who played the mum in Home Alone. That's what I know That's about correct. her. <laughs> Kevin. <laughs> Um, so she's talking on the fickle nature of life. She says, who knows what will befall us tomorrow, John? You could be hit by a Mack truck or bopped on the head by a tiny piece of space debris. Oh, no way. (laughs) That's good. So good. But just to be clear, being struck by space junk is not among the consequences we're talking about here. Mm. That is very unlikely to happen to you. Okay. Yeah. There, There was some that fell in WA this year. Well, okay, sure. But unless you are Sandy B in the movie Gravity and you're actually floating around in space with George Clooney, um, it's just a funny line from a funny show. Now, we can't recap the whole episode, but if you didn't listen, off you go. Go now and hear why Space Junk is a problem. Yeah. Why you should care and what the consequences for society could be. We got a lot of new listeners after that episode went out and I think because it was so different, we've sort of tapped into some different audiences, which was super exciting. Yeah. Thanks, guys. Nice. Is it my turn? Yep. What about you? Um, I would agree with what you've said. I had a feeling you might say that episode. So I was looking through and that was right up there for me, but also personally the bedtime procrastination episode because it really (laughs) helped me confront the extent of my problem. It gave me some practical strategies and I have implemented some intentional mindfulness and it Absolutely is helping. The other thing I'm doing really consciously is slotting in time in the day for all of those random things that I was leaving till the night time so that I I, I am tapping into that. Yeah, so like my creative stuff, my reading, Mm -hmm. just actually slotting that into my day. And what's happening is I'm getting to night time not feeling that sense of defiance around having to go to bed. procrastination, prophylaxis. (laughs) Yes. And for you. also, I'll talk about this a little bit as we go on, but I had the major surgery a few months ago and that forced me to rest. And that's been really good for me. I have been able to kind of continue along that pattern of it's okay, you need to go to bed now, Janine. <laughs> well done. That's great. Mm-hmm. So if you didn't hear the bedtime procrastination episode and want to know all about it, go back and have a listen. What number um, was that? That was episode 22. Episode- 22. Now, Alina, moving on, what was the biggest thing you learned personally this year? I'm always really excited about this because we don't share any of Muck Up Day before we get to this point. All right, well, you can go first this time. I don't need to always go first. I thought I was running the agenda. (laughs) Oh, right. (laughs) Semi. (laughs) Okay. Well, what? I don't care. Shall I go? Go. All right. Mine leads on from what I was just talking about. So I just learned so much following the surgery that I had. One of the things was learning the enormous impact that sunshine and physical activity has on my mood. Because when I was unable to be outside and be doing all my hiking and all my activities, my mood mood did drop quite dramatically. And it it wasn't able to pick up until I could get back to that stuff. Um, So how lucky am I that that is a regular feature of my life and keeps me happy and well? And just generally how you can't rush recovering from major surgery, Alina. Did you know that? (laughs) (laughs) I didn't know that. (laughs) I just went in going, I'll be fine. Like I'm super fit and healthy and I'll, I'll be right. Yeah, and you you tried to do too much too soon. Oh, my God, I know. Because do you recall that there was a few times where you'd go and do this massive walk (laughs) up the hill, up your street, and then you'd have pain and I'd say... I think it's because you had major surgery (laughs) and then you went for a massive walk up the street and that will lead to pain. Do you remember the day I was like, I'm feeling great, I'm going to walk all the way to the chemist to get some medication and you were like, are you sure you're ready for that? Yeah, I'm fine. And I called you. And then you called me to come and pick you up. And they had to get me a chair. (laughs) (laughs) Can you come and pick me up? And you did come and you brought me a bakery treat. Yes, Sister of the year, as always. (laughs) Um, 
Well, and on this theme, the other thing I learned is that you need to take in high calories to yeah to actually help with the healing and protein. And I like this. Yeah. yeah, I'm a biologist. It's obvious, but I didn't know in this context. Lots and lots. You need also, to listen to your body, but also listen to what your care providers have suggested. Yes. Well, on that note, they didn't Which suggest was rest. enough. They didn't give me enough information. And yes, I've made a formal complaint. And now I'm on this panel to try and improve what they give to their patients because it was not sufficient and it's important. Right. Well, that took a turn. (laughs) I also learned this year that when you make a formal complaint to a hospital, they listen to you. They actually listen, yeah. They have been really good. No, it's been really good. And also I learned a lot about pain because... Just, yeah, I think we need to do an episode about pain in the future. It's so fascinating. It's not necessarily an indication of the level of trauma. It's the brain. It's all, pain is in the brain. The brain decides whether there is pain. And it is more around telling you to just rest and stop rather than there being something wrong. Yes. It is preventative. Yes. Often. Yes. It's like when you touch something really hot and you get the instant reaction yes. to pull your hand away. Yes. That's your brain saying that's going to burn. Yes. You leave it and there. you don't necessarily pull have it away. a lot of damage yet. Exactly. So, mm. um, yeah. So leaving that there, I also, I've really embraced a new way of being this year, which oh. is just laughing at everything I can. And it's been really helpful. Have you noticed this, Alina? Yes. Janine can find almost anything funny. (laughs) It's true. And I found a meme. I sort of can. But my thing is I, when I'm genuinely appalled by something, sometimes I will laugh. That's what I'm doing with everything That's sometimes my reaction to being appalled. But it doesn't mean I think it's funny. No. It's just I'm so shocked at that comment or that idea. Disbelief. That I don't agree with that I laugh. That's what I do all day. <laughs> that's, what you, that's how you deal with life. It is. And I found, I found a meme and it's sort of, this was, I was already on this journey, but I found this meme and went, this is it. It says, me, young and naive. I hope nothing bad happens. Me now. I hope whatever bad thing happens is at least funny. <laughs> this is me. It's super helpful. It's a good way to be uh, really at this point in time. And look, and I'm telling you, society. do you remember the, I had the week from hell back in, I don't know, when was this? March, Feb, it was quite early in the year. And it was just yeah, one whenever of those weeks there where, were no episodes oh. being put out. <laughs> Everything that could have gone wrong that week. Every day, multiple things, like significantly bad, bad things. And then yeah. on the Friday, I'm, I'm driving, I drop my son at school and I'm driving home thinking, I can't believe how much has gone wrong. And someone drove into the back of my car and I just <laughs> laughed and laughed and laughed. And I talked to a friend about this a few days later going, I don't know what the laughing's all about. This is what's happening now. And he said, you know what this is? You've reached the stage of radical acceptance. Like, That's what it is. I think it is. So, yeah, I, I hope I can continue on this path. It's good fun. Sure. Um, teach me your ways. <laughs> no, I'm pretty good. I can I can you laugh are. at things, but maybe not straight away. Later, you're also later. just very In funny, time. so it's not oh. hard to laugh when you're around. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so moving along, Alina, can you share what is the biggest thing you learned personally this year? Yes, don't run around your bamboo floor house in socks. <laughs> Now, look, this relates back to which episode was this? This is a throwback to also the bedtime procrastination episode in which my inner square segment was me telling the story of how I broke two toes by smashing into a wall when running in socks. And then I tried to science communicate my (laughs) x-ray report to you all. So if you want to hear that, go to episode 22 on bedtime procrastination and have a listen. Yep. Just one of many crazy things that went down this year. Because you would think that one learns not to run around in the house (laughs) in socks when they're about five or six. (laughs) And I probably did. But then at some point along the way in adulthood, I forgot. Mm -hmm. 
and then I broke two toes. And you had so, to relearn uh, that lesson. Mm. Well, and it happens now. And it, my partner will say, Alina, <laughs> stop running. <laughs> you stop doing it. Sometimes I'll start Why? and then I go, wait, no, <laughs> don't do that. <laughs> I didn't know you were still doing it. That's funny. I don't think I ever run around my house. I run out of my house because I'm running late to things, but I don't think it's I run I'm in the house. I'm playing with Mishka. Yeah, okay. Who is my cat, yeah. in case people don't know. <clears throat> uh, do you want a serious one or do you want to just move on? Yeah, I want serious. All right. Hit me. I don't know if I learned it this year or rather I have just been constantly trying to remind myself of this one, but it's it's just letting go of what you can't control. Oh, totally. And one of the things I did this year was I really cut back on my news consumption. Oh, same. I'm not saying I've become ignorant or mm. unaware of what's happening in the world. Mm. I know. But I right? used to consume a lot mm. of news. Mm. Mm. and I was watching the news in the morning and then checking headlines multiple mm. times during the day mm. on my phone. Mm. I think it was too much. Mm. It was actually detrimental mm. to myself. Mm-hmm. And cutting back on that, I believe, has had a really positive effect on my well-being. Good. That's good. So You've that, got to do what works for you, 100%. Yes. I um, well, And that is spending more time playing my ukulele and chasing my cat around the house and breaking small bones in my body. Uh, On that, I have been on that journey for a long time too. I subscribe to a few long-form sort of collations. So there's certain people who, well, they will actually curate lists of interesting things and put out like a digest once a week. I subscribe to some of that and All it's right. like, okay, I look at the headlines and I choose which of these do I want to take a deep dive in and it will be quite a deep dive and I get immersed in it. But just seeing the headlines gives me a, enough of a feel for what's going on and I choose what I want to really, yeah, spend my time Yeah, doing. I kind of do that it's through, really I, just, I just look through the Batuta Advocate <laughs> That's mainly how I get my news now. Okay. If, if there's something clearly in there that I want to follow up on. is not aware, get on Batuta Advocate Socials. It is brilliant. It's satirical news, but, you know, uh, some is there any satire anymore? I don't know. Oh, I know. Uh, it's like the shovel. I think the shovel is another example. Yeah, it's good. Of, yeah, sometimes there's things I'll follow up with that are clearly important. <laughs> anyway... So there, uh, don't run around the house in socks nice. and don't watch and read so much news. Good. I like it. Do you have a funniest moment of 2023 you would like to share? I do. I, I'm I wondering, think... I'm worried that yours are going to overlap with mine, but let's just see what happens. All right. Well, I actually, can I please, I think I need to combine my funny moment and in a square. I'll allow it. It is the funniest moment in our household, but it also involves a very sincere professional email. Okay. So I think it can be both, all right? So sure. do you agree? I'm doing the inner square I, now. I don't care then. what you do. It's muck up day. Right. Go I, I need to know, so when I edit and mix this recording, that I need to do the oh, inner square music now. Okay. Yeah, see, I do don't think about these things. Do the music now, Alina. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right, good. Thanks, thanks for doing the editing all year, by the way. Oh, yeah. Can I have an award? We'll get to that. All right. It's really great that I don't have to do any of that. Um, so I borrowed a book from the library. Oh. I know where this is going. This is good. It's a very, it's a very good book. We'll get to that. But unfortunately, Mishka, my cat, she got to the book. And as she does with hard cardboard-like things, she had a little choo-choo. Okay. A little nom-nom on the corner. She was right next to me when this happened. I was very early into the book and I'd finished reading for the day and we were just lazing on the bed together and I heard this strange soft crunching sound. Mm -hmm. So I intervened very quickly, I would like it noted. I took the book from her, but the damage had been done. There were tiny little teeth marks in the corner. So what do you do, Janine? Mm-hmm. I'm not just one to return the book and pretend like nothing happened. No, of course not. So weeks later when I had finished and returned the book, I 
got in contact with the library Mm -hmm. and I'll read that email to you now. (laughs) Dear library staff, I recently learned a hard copy of In the Dream House by Carmen Maria Machado. It is a raw and beautiful memoir, unlike any other that I have read of its genre. Machado's storytelling is clever and strategic. Her account of emotional and psychological abuse inflicted by her former lover is shocking and deeply affecting. In any case, without wanting to detract from the seriousness of the book's subject matter, Machado's story has nothing to do with why I'm emailing you. You see, while in my possession, the book sustained some damage at the hands, or should I say teeth, of the household feline. Let's call her Mishka. I have attached an incriminating photo to document this most unfortunate incident. Oh, dear. I would like to say that Mishka was as disturbed as me by the needless trauma detailed in the book. But really, she just does this to tough but spongy objects. Hardcover books are her favourite. Two that have suffered the same fate include my work notebook and my partner's journal. Interestingly, Mishka recently chowed down on some HB pencils and an unsuspecting houseplant. Don't worry, it's a pet safe houseplant. (laughs) Believe it or not, I'm quite a busy lady. I intended to visit the library in person to return the book and confess Mishka's sins. Unfortunately, I ran out of time to do this before the book's due date and instead popped the book in the after-hours return shoot. I was nearby getting some Vietnamese food for dinner. Have you tried the salads at the local Vietnamese restaurant? They're really quite excellent. They are. I know which one you're talking about. They're really good. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. I fear I have veered off track. (sighs) The truth is I don't borrow books regularly (laughs) and I have very little sense of what might be acceptable versus unacceptable levels of book destruction. That's a fair question. If you decide that the book needs to be replaced, I will happily oblige. (laughs) Mishka has her own bank account (laughs) and we feel it's only right that she covers the costs. (laughs) Don't worry. If we feed her supermarket cat food for two weeks instead of the grain-free premium mix we usually import from New Zealand... (laughs) It will all come out in the wash. Swings and roundabouts, you know... (sighs) I mean, physical she won't pain. like it, but this is an important life lesson for her. <laughs> oh, Some information about Mishka, which may help in your deliberations. <laughs> One, she is three years old, so she really doesn't know any better. <laughs> Two, she's originally from Russia <laughs> via King Aroy. <laughs> Look at that stunning coat. <laughs> oh, dear. Three. We adopted her at six months of age after she was surrendered to a pet rescue when her owner died. No, really, that is what happened. (laughs) Four, she is a strictly indoor cat who does not contribute to the problematic destruction of native wildlife and habitats. She did destroy the fabric of our first sofa. We had it reupholstered for like $3,000 and we didn't make her pay for that. But honestly, enough is enough. (laughs) Oh, goodness me. We look forward to hearing from you with the outcome of your decision. Best regards, Dr. Alina Wojcicki and the cat hereby known as Mishka. Oh, my goodness. Seriously, I'm in physical pain and I'm crying and I have read that before. I hope everyone else enjoyed that as much as I did. This is the fun we have in my household. What happened next? I haven't gotten an update from you. I need to know what's been happening in this space because this is very recent. I have heard back from the library. Okay. And they have waived all fees. Oh, yes. Well done. Yes. I I wonder why. Is it because the level of destruction is minimal? Is it because they don't want... Mishka's bank account to be charged, or is it because you provided them with the funniest day they've had in the office this year? <laughs> Look, the reasons we'll never know. <laughs> I think we can assume it's, it's a Christmas a miracle. <laughs> it's a Christmas miracle. Oh, my um, maybe, listeners, you can decide. Mm. On our Instagram mm. is 
the incriminating photo that I oh, mentioned. Yes. Let's put it on, yes. Is on our Instagram. Mm. So you can have a look and you decide if Mishka deserved to have to pay to replace the book. <laughs> it's a good book. Do you think, I, meanwhile, would I like that book or is it too full on? No, I think you'd like it. Okay. It's very creative. Oh, it's cool. very, very cleverly done. Yeah, nice. Okay. There's even a chapter where it's like a choose your own adventure. <gasps> wow, but that sounds amazing. she's doing it to, in a way to demonstrate. We're getting, we're getting dark and deep now, but that's okay. That's what we do on this podcast. We, yeah. we do a bit of everything. <laughs> okay, so she's using a choose your own adventure to demonstrate that in the case of emotional and psychological abuse, yes. th- there's no right answer. Whatever you do, oh, that's if, clever. if that person is inflicting that upon you, yes. whatever you do is wrong. Yes. So, yeah, so it's like, you know, this incident happens. What do you say? Oh, you, know, you say this. If you want to say this, yes. go to page 90. You want to say this, go to page oh, 91. Wow. Anyway, it, it's just like whatever you do is wrong. So it's it's very clever, very powerful, very mm, effective. Mm, it was a great book mm, mm, and I'm sorry that my cat, Chewed on the corner. I'm, I, I want to get that she exact copy. The pages were not affected. It's called In the Dream House. Okay. Mm. The pages were not affected. So, you know, anyone, oh, anyone in ask? Brisbane, if you borrow this book and there's little teeth marks in the top right corner, that's, that's the one. my cat. <laughs> Is this book a book that, that you just rip through or do you need to take breaks? No, you can rip through it because okay. it has very, very short chapters. I wouldn't even call them chapters. Oh, They're that's like always vignettes. a clever strategy. Yeah, Not, yeah, yeah. A lot of them are only one page. Oh, cool. Oh, that's good because so I, you I just do burn through it. Yeah, that's good. I do most of my reading it on the bus now, and that's perfect. Uh, I, uh, I think for some people, you know, particularly if you have been affected by intimate partner violence, mm. this might not be the book for you. Yeah, that's true. Or if you have, or someone you, you know, know. You, you've you've yeah. come through that and and are ready to read something like this, and maybe maybe you would enjoy it. But yeah, it's that's just true. so it's so well done. Okay, cool. All right, shall we move on? Okay, so what was that again? That was your funniest moment. Yeah, right. My funniest plus moment. in a square. Yeah, yeah. My funniest moment was all about my surgery again. Various moments, I should say. Mm. First one, Alina, do you remember this? So I was in the hospital. I was in hospital. I think I was in for two nights. And on the second day, (laughs) the male nurse came in and was, you know, doing my obs and checking things. (laughs) I was just lying there in my gown. I hadn't even gotten out of bed yet for the two days. I wasn't able to, right? Yeah. And do you remember he just goes, do you you want to think about putting some pants on? (laughs) (laughs) And oh, gosh. That was so funny. I was like, well, I've been a little bit busy, you know, recovering from that major surgery and I haven't actually gotten out of bed yet, but okay. Oh, God. I do remember that. He was not quite expecting me to not have anything under my gown, but I was like, well, what am I supposed to be wearing under here? I don't know. Anyway, that was He did it in a very caring, sensitive way. I think he was was aware that maybe you weren't aware that you had no (laughs) underwear on. (laughs) Oh, God, that was funny. It's um, just helping you out. And then when, uh, so when I came home, Alina lived with me for uh, at least the first one to two weeks. My memory is hazy on this. It was like three um, weeks in the end. But do you remember you came home and I was just like catatonic in my bed and you just went on a cleaning rampage through my whole house. Like, like I epic, clean when I'm stressed. Epic yeah. spring cleaning, like cleaning windows and you know, lifting furniture and getting under there. She went to that level, people. Oh, well, that's standard. I do that every week. <laughs> and then at one point, I've got a big deck out the back. At one point, she comes in and goes, <laughs> I don't know what. <laughs> <laughs> I remember now. <laughs> You've got, what, what the hell? Well, what the expletive have you got? All these sticks on your back deck. <laughs> I picked them up and threw them all off the deck. Like, dude, they're my sticks for my macrame. They're all my macrame sticks that I'm using. And she just thought they were trash and threw them off the deck. And they got stuck in the trees. And I, yeah, it was very funny. And then it just, everything you did was funny, but I wasn't able to laugh without being in pain. So then I was constantly saying to you, stop 
making me laugh. Stop being so funny. And then she would just try really hard to not be funny. But you can't do it. You can't not be funny. You're actually incapable of it. It was it was just (laughs) hilarious. And then you tried to invent a laugh that wouldn't cause you pain. I did. So you started going, it's a, it's where you kind of minimal movement of the body where you, and mouth where you were just going. Uh, 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 uh. I did. I was going uh, something like that. Yeah. And then that, made, then that would make me laugh. Oh, God, it was just impossible. And I think you alluded to this already, but I, was, I would get quite anxious at different points because I'm like, oh, I've got a feeling here or I'm experiencing this. What do you think that means? And Helena would go, I think it's because you had major surgery. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Pretty much just said that constantly. Oh, God, that was funny. And and do you remember the day I was freaking out about something and you went, Are you, can you just stop going on about it? This is really starting to affect me. <laughs> oh, and then you're like, can you just shut up? This whole thing has been really hard on me. <laughs> oh, God. It was... So funny. So, yeah, it was basically... I was kidding. I just I know. to be clear, I was, I was, I know, I was making was light so and it worked. It worked because it everyone was, was laughing. And, and you were right. Everything was because I've had major surgery and I needed to just rest and calm down and everything was fine. Yeah. And also to make it clear that all of the... Because you were laughing and then when I was actually just saying, I'm not even saying anything yeah. and then you would... You would still be laughing. Yeah, I was she wasn't hysterical. high on pain meds. No, no, she no. This was just that. Well, you were only taking um, Panadol. Yeah, well, Panadol. You were only taking Nurofen. Uh, no, but I think by that stage only Panadol. Oh, they're only Panadol. So basically, yes. it's like. But in the surgery to get the pain under control, I did get to go down the K hole and had some ketamine. Mm. And I've never taken drugs in my life, so that was a very interesting experience. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. Complete disassociation between me mm. and my pain. It was like, mm. oh, I'm here and my pain's over there now. So I can feel it, but it's not bothering me at all. That's great. It was wild and very helpful because the pain wasn't yeah. really well controlled until they gave me that, yeah. Well, again, that's kind of like how we go through life now. Just like, oh, that's happening over there. <laughs> <laughs> True. All right, let's move on. The next is our annual awards ceremony. Do we have sound effects? Oh, yes. Um. <laughs> Yay. All right. So I would like to give out the first award to David Astle from ABC Melbourne for finding us and featuring us on his Melbourne radio show. Yay! That was so fun. And uh, we oh, were... I was terrifying. Huge fans of his. And he called me on my phone. And, yeah, I managed to rein in my fangirling and I was very proud well, of that because it was very difficult. The, f- mm, the first point of contact was actually me. He emailed me. Yes, but then but you gave you- him my, my number. Yes, you were the one who spoke with him. Yes. Yes, that was fun and terrifying. It was super fun. It was it was cool. Our favourite word nerd. Thank you so much, David Astor. Yeah, and thanks for all the well people deserved that came award. on board this nerd train after. That was good. I also want to give an award to Björk, as always, as is customary, for being awesome and for coming to Australia and performing in Perth. And I got to go, as we talked about, I don't remember which episode, but it was epically amazing. And la, just, yeah. My dog, this happened last time. She's scratching the floor. Do you remember last time she did this? Hi, Callie. I'm not, I'm not, we're not editing. No, that's fine. She sat down now. Okay. That's fine. Alina, do you have any awards to give out? I do. I would like to give an award to Dr. Rachel Thompson. Yay. Who, as I mentioned in episode 24, Four mm-hmm. is the first person ever to have two studies covered mm. on Sister Doctor Squared. Oh yeah, that's right. We've covered more of Rachel's research than our own. We have, <laughs> <laughs> and she did it in the one episode we're talking about, episode twenty-four, Fertility Matters, uh, where we talked about my study on mm. young adults' knowledge of fertility. Mm-hmm. Um, it's not very good, but we showed it can be improved. Mm. 
And of course, Rachel was my co-author on that study. And there was some discussion about puns as well. And in that episode, we also talked about the study led by Dr. Tessa Kopp on the so-called egg timer test. Yes. AKA the AMH test or anti-Molarian hormone test. Yes. And what women in Australia know about it, whether they've used it and why. This was also a super interesting study. Yes. So if you want to know about that, go and listen to episode 24. Spoiler alert, the egg timer test doesn't do what it claims to. Mm-hmm. Have a listen, especially if you or someone you know is thinking about using this test or if they've used it already mm-hmm. and are making some pretty important life decisions based on the result. Mm. Rachel was one of the co-authors on the egg timer study as well. So that's a record break. Dr. Rachel Thompson, most cited scientist slash author on Sister Dr. Squared. Congratulations. Yes. And that's our most listened to episode to date when you consider how long it's been out. Because it hasn't been out for very yes, long. And it's most downloads in the first... Going quite crazy. Week or which month, is good, I can't because remember. that's important information yep. to be getting out there. Yep. So thanks, everyone. Well done. And, yeah. Well, speaking of puns, I wanted to give an award for Fung and colleagues for their Next Level Pun work that we featured in the Junkie Stardust episode. Yes. I think people need to go back to that one if they haven't heard that, to hear that. Do it justice. I remember it. See, this is the power of puns because mm. I remember the space janitor. Yes. There was another one too. So go back to that one if you haven't listened to that one yet. And also we, I think in the last episode, we featured Danielle Carey's epic pun work in her PhD thesis title. Oh yes, the poo. The poo, that's right. Taking the poo out of the pool. It's just brilliant. A plus, yep. Brilliant work. And just this morning, this has come across (laughs) somehow in all the nebula of stuff that I engage with, a paper from... (laughs) 2019 in the journal Human Microbiome, this is the paper title, The Effect of Having Christmas Dinner with the In-Laws on Gut Microbiota Composition. (laughs) Oh, do you think I'm going to go and read this, Alina? Oh, please do. What is the conclusion from that? How could anyone not? I haven't read it yet, but I have to mention this today. That is so good. Well, I want to know. Well, I'm just going to quickly look. I'll just I haven't read it yet. Abstract. I just, I just I'm just going to quickly it. look at the abstract. What is it? The, the effect of having yeah. Christmas dinner with yeah. in-laws. Oh, it came up in the autocomplete on it's Google. It's a thing. It's from 2019. It's not new, but. Oh, wow. I know. Okay, here we go. Here we go. Because look, we're, we're about to enter the silly season. I think we all need to understand how is it going to affect your gut biome? Oh, look, this is very un... This is not thorough because I'm just reading the abstract. Uh-huh. In participants visiting in-laws, significant decrease, yet yeah, known to be associated with psychological stress and depression. Really? Yeah, okay. Larger randomised control studies needed to reproduce Oh, I was going to say, I'm before. like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. straight away. Okay. I'm already going, well, what's their control? What's, what are they doing here? This is very interesting. Well, look, absolutely. Christmas is stressful for a lot of people and there's a lot of interpersonal conflict that comes to the yeah, surface. Yeah, it can be a sad and lonely time for a lot of people. It's yes. A, it's a, it's a mm, mixed bag Christmas. Yeah, it's not all beer and Skittles <laughs> at Christmas time. No. All right, well, that's really interesting. I know. All right, so um, back to the awards. I haven't told you this one, Alina. I've been holding on to this one. It's so cool. I want to give an award to Dr. Jessica Wade. This came mm-hmm. through to me through I follow female quotient. I will put links up to this post. It starts with how many women in STEM were left out of the history books? Thousands. Dr. Jessica Wade, a London-based physicist, is working to encourage more women to pursue STEM careers. How? In her 20s, she began writing the Wikipedia biographies about women and minority scientists who never got their due. Now she has started Mm -hmm. spending her Sunday afternoons nominating top female scientists and scientists of colour for major prizes and fellowships. She says she got sick of seeing scientists doing awesome things and not getting credit for it. In her effort to make sure women scientists are known, she believes it will fuel a desire in the next generation. How good is that? Wow. She has been invited to receive a British Empire Medal for her work and so she should. That's great. Excellent I think it is absolutely fantastic. So I'm going to be doing deep dives into 
all of the female amazing scientists that she's been profiling. Oh, there would just be so many, so many. figures who and we're not even aware well, of. Well, think about all the ones that were until now contributing and aren't even known about and we'll never know about. Well, exactly, exactly. Yeah. Oh, that's great. Congratulations. Mm. I have got one for the Space Time Crew. <gasps> yes. So this is an award for the crazy good sci-fi feature film Space Time. We talked about this in the Space Junk episode. Uh, not that it's space junk, as we said. No. It is space gold. Yes. The award goes to director Michael O'Halloran as well as Adam Harmer and Jai Hogg and all the cast and crew, but also to composer and sound design extraordinaire Adrian Diary, Woo. who wrote the music for the film. Mm. If you've listened to Sister Dr. Squared before, you may know that Adrian made the theme music for this podcast as well as the David Bowie theme music that yes. we play for the David Bowie segment, which is coming up soon. Yes. Um, so Adrian also gets his own Sister Dr. Squared award for helping us with audio mastering across all episodes, mm-hmm. except for maybe this one. <laughs> I'm <not quite> sure. <laughs> TBC. Refer back to what we said at the start. Um, and, of course, for the hysterically good David Bowie tunes. Um, yes. He sings on those. So amazing. I know. He's just... I know. I was, I mean, as we said, blown away because in his band, it's an instrumental band. There isn't singing. So That's correct. we weren't aware of this hiding talent within Adrian, but there it is. Well, and that he can sound exactly like David Bowie. I know. So let's have a, let's, let's listen yep. to the teaser one now. Yeah, All do right. it, do so it. So this is, this is as award music. Okay, imagine Adrian walking up to the stage. This is Adrian, <laughs> uh, this is Adrian's take on what it would be like if David Bowie were a lab scientist. Yep. So good. Oh, thank, thank you, Adrian, Adrian. And congratulations on your well-deserved award. Yes. All right, you've got another one? I do. I just wanted to give one to Gina Chick, who was the winner of Alone Australia this year. I was quite obsessed with that show. And oh, she, yes, we heard about that. She was just an absolute breath of fresh air and light and wisdom. And if people aren't aware of her, go and watch that. And she's been doing some really interesting interviews and... She is, she is pretty phenomenal person, what she's been through and where she is now. So I want to give one to her for being her awesome, wise Well, I haven't self. seen it. How did she go? How did, obviously she won, but how did she get through what was, her, what was her MO? How did she get through it? Deep, deep, deep connection to nature and herself. Mm. She is amazing. Mm-hmm. She went well securing food, clearly. She did. And just so, like, so much gratitude for life and she's been through a lot to get there. She could have easily gone the other way. And I don't want to give too much more away. I think people should go and engage with that if they're interested. Okay. She all is right. rad. Congratulations. Congratulations all to all of our winners. award winners for this year. You're all awesome, rad people. We love all of you. So I, uh, next on the agenda, Alina, is Inner Square for me, but I don't actually have a recent Inner Square moment, but I do have an Inner Dumbass moment that I thought I would share. All right. You're already aware of this, Alina, but... We don't have, we don't have music for that, but that's fine. Just, I don't know. Or do you want me to play one of these silly horns again? Sure. Oh, well, let's do that. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay, do you remember when you were staying with me post-surgery that you got I got in massive trouble from you for flushing tissues down the toilet? Oh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> because I didn't know that was not a thing that people should be doing. No. No, and Alina and you're an environmentalist. I didn't know. So I thought, mm. yeah, and then once I looked into it, oops, I've only been doing that for 20-plus years. Mm. Not all the time, but... I would have gone, oh, well, I'll, I'll flush it down the toilet to get the germs out of the house. But Alina, no. Alina enlightened me that tissue, the paper form that's used to make a tissue is 
very intentionally not meant to break down easily. Yes. <laughs> Whereas toilet paper is the opposite. So you really shouldn't be flushing tissues down the toilet. Yeah. I remember I'm sure at some point in as a child and teenager doing it and then before I became aware that you shouldn't do that. Mm. Nothing should go in your toilet except mm. for poo, <laughs> wee and toilet paper. Well, that's I thought tissues came under the bracket of toilet paper. No. But I was wrong and I was a dumbass and I have learned that lesson And this now year. you've shared it with everyone. And yeah. I wanted to share it with the world because other people might be doing it too and it's really bad. <laughs> yeah. You because, just need to put yeah. those in the bin, unfortunately. It yeah. is. Because you know waste. there's those giant um, <laughs> fatbergs in the sewers of all the stuff. That That's right. Sticks together and congeals. It's they're like icebergs, but they're called fatbergs. Yes. This is a thing. Yes, it's absolutely revolting, and it's a huge problem. And we all need to not be putting things down sinks yes. and toilets that shouldn't be going down. Okay, good. What about you? Have you got a, you got a, something you want to share? I, I don't have any dumbass moments, Janine. Um, <laughs> I think I did last year. I'm sure there would be something, but I did not prepare it. I can't think of anything. I have done minimal prep for this episode. <laughs> oh, that's good. Continue with the agenda. We're, we're almost there. I, had, I wanted to do a what can we all learn from David Bowie, of course, in my cup day. So I have done a little bit Oh, yeah, bit okay, yeah. do the music. Right. So earlier in the year, I was lucky enough to head along and see the amazing film Moon Age Daydream. Alina, mm. have you seen this? You did. Yes, get there, didn't I saw you? it yeah. at the cinema as well. Oh, far out! No narration. It's a bit of a mind bend. There, I don't want to give too much away. The structure is really mind blowing. Mm. I just and I was taking notes in the cinema because I just oh I just think he well, was that's a nerdy genius genius, but it was. A lot about life. I want to focus in on one aspect that was highlighted in that, which was that Bowie would intentionally put himself in situations that were difficult or dangerous to see how it would affect his writing and work. Mm. And he said he wanted to soak up the feeling of being uncomfortable. And, I mean, isn't that where we all grow and adapt when we're stepping outside our comfort zone? So Mm. I just really liked that. I don't relate to that at all. (laughs) (laughs) I have no plans to evolve or grow. (laughs) No, I'm 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 taking that into 2024 for sure. Um, Few things I'm doing personally: online dating, maybe. Oh yes. It's it's difficult. It's uncomfortable. Let's see how I go. Be interesting. Oh, it's a minefield. Yeah. So I've heard. I'm not doing it. I'm sign me up. <laughs> very happy in my long term relationship. <laughs> <laughs> yes. No. You are, and it's lovely. That's the end of my Bowie for 2023. And. All we've got left is just to share what we're going to be doing over the break. I will go first because the first thing I am doing is completing my David Bowie cross stitch. I found a cool oh, picture online. Yeah. Yep. So I've just like yep. been adapting that to make it into that. So I'll share that on our Insta once it's done. It's a lot of fun. Mm. And I don't have much else planned intentionally. I'm actually just having like rest and unstructured days and rolling with it and it's going to be nice. That's good. I am just taking a little bit of time off work. Mm -hmm. I will be visiting family and doing a lot of chilling out where I can. I will be playing my ukulele Mm -hmm. because I have not played it for too long. And my guitar. Nice. Which I haven't played for even longer. And I'm going to hire some books from the library because they didn't ban me (laughs) or fine me. You're their favourite um, favorite person now. I think I'm quite a hit there, I actually. think you'll be like, hello, so, it's me. It's the it's the cat 
the cat letter lady. <laughs> Hello, library staff. <laughs> they remember oh, me funny. from. Yeah, so doing some reading of of not science, doing some reading yeah, of yeah, not yeah. science, which is which is something I don't do enough of, I think. Guess yeah. what? Have I told you that my son, how well, as you know, he's been learning the drums for over a year and he got yep. a drum kit this year and he's yep. going to teach me some basics. So you and me can jam. That's he already taught me um, rock beat. I know. I've been doing it. I know. Yep. He's going to teach me heaps. And we've already been picking yep. songs that we're going to learn together. I'm super excited about that. Okay, great. Yeah. You can take some requests. Maybe we can jam. I get know. My, I, get no, my guitar it's, out. It's going to happen. Jam. Yeah. All right. Um, before we wrap up, I want to thank everyone who bought us a coffee on Kofi this year. Thank you so much. Yes, thank you. It's very much appreciated, especially Bruno and Robbie, who are sending us very regular caffeine. And it just helps us... Caffeine, inverted commas. You know, stay caffeinated if we choose or just keep the mics on. It's helping. So we we thank them very much. Yeah. Keep the website running. Keep the pod hosting fees being paid. (laughs) That's right. (laughs) And thank you also to those who have provided a review for Mm, Sister Dr Squared. And we came across one... Just recently, it's actually from several years ago. But oh yeah! For some reason, it didn't come through. No, to it us. didn't. It, 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 it was, was in a really weird spot. We don't really know what happened there, but we really liked yeah. it. <laughs> it's great. So thank you to MGT Murphy from Ireland, who said two intelligent, interesting, and funny women discussing topics of interest to them and us. Thoughtful and evidence-based, it uses their scientific experiences and applies it to real-world queries. Genius. Thank you. We love that. That's a brilliant review. Thank you so much. And apologies for not acknowledging your review for so long. (laughs) It was not our fault. It might have been, but we didn't mean to. (laughs) Thank you, everyone. It's been a a big year. It's been a full-on year. It's been an interesting year. And... We love having you on the Nerd Train. We hope everyone has a wonderful time over the seasonal period. Yes, thank you, everyone. Stay square out there. Happy holidays and bye for now. Bye. Bye.